Mr. Scrooge, can I put a holiday cricket in your vagina? Do you think I'm going to, um... Mr. Scrooge. You, you think I'm going to give you some sort of credit now after what just happened? Mr. Scrooge, would it be all right if I put a cricket in your Christmas this vagina? This is just sad now, because now what you're trying to do is make up for your fucking it's Christmas, bullshit. But it's Christmas Eve, You Mr. have Scrooge. one job, you stupid animal. <laughs> you hit record when we start. I fucked up. I fucked it up. But you know what, Mr. Scrooge? Can I get another piece of coal? It's Christmas Eve. Could I put a, could I put a cricket in your in your in the, the warmth only... of your in the warmth of your vagina. The what I'm reason, asking for, what yeah, I'm saying Here's, here's you, the deal. As a... Right. As a what? One uh, cuddler uh, uh, to another. Yeah. I'm saying forgive me. Go fuck yourself. As, fuck I, I agree with the coal. I agree with the coal because I would like to shove it up your ass and set it on fire. First off, hostility. On fire. Hey, hostility pants. Listen to me. First off, yes, we recorded a whole segment with this on pause. I get it. <laughs> God damn it. You God just saying it. it makes me want to punch you. <laughs> but in that segment, you told a pretty good story at a lackluster pace. I gave you a gift. Like, you should fucking still... You should now we nice can't open the gift live. Uh, you're such an idiot. You're listening to Walking the Room. <laughs> Later on in the show, Christmas songs written by Patton Oswald. The five winners of the contest. You guys all did awesome. I, uh, it was, oh, they're very funny. I can't believe how many people wrote plugs for our show. Yeah, a lot. A, a lot of hostility. A lot of a lot of a lot of the wrong words were used. <laughs> Uh, the the fans of this show are the lowest of the low in yeah, the nicest way. You're scum. A lot of AIDS, cancer, and rape, and yeah. just not. It's nice. not entirely what we're about. We're also we also like uh, paper cuts. Yeah. Uh, vomiting and bloody shits. Yeah, we like all of that stuff. Right. Is there anything else that we missed, Greg? That you'd like to recap because you completely fucked up? I love it because the energy of this segment was already a better segment, and you know it, and I know it. Oh <laughs> yes. Hey, everybody. Greg just spilled a Coke all over himself. Oh, Here's what was happening. Shit. Greg was being a stupid <laughs> asshole, and God punished him. Greg has been punished by the Lord. Oh, oh is there Coke in your closet? Why don't you take one of your I gave down? you a Christmas present, you fuck. You gave me dick. And you're still hostile. You're an animal. Oh, really? Because I opened that Christmas present live on the podcast. Oh, shit. They missed it. And <laughs> <laughs> They missed it. They missed it. Oh my god, the listeners must be furious. How can you go back in time and get that back? Oh, uh, hey, hey, Sticky, what do you want to do about this? Uh, it's not Sticky because it's diet. I don't drink a fatty drink. Could you want to pause it? Because mm. you're all covered in uh, your little hands yeah. up in the air. No, just fucking talk. Tell him, set it up. Here, here, here's what. Here, really, here's you want to talk do. through your, your no, here's sticky, what, here's ugly mess? No, no, no. I'm gonna go. No, no, no. You're gonna talk. I'm gonna go grab something. I'm going to go grab something. You're going to talk. Just talk. Just fucking tell them. Tell Don't them get your fucking shit on my computer. I hope not. Whoops. Oh, well, at least you're wearing vinyl shoes, you jackass. <laughs> <laughs> I will kill you. All right, so good job with uh, spilling uh, coke all over yourself because you were God punishing you because you were being mean. I would also like to say that currently there is a being, no, giant water leak 
above your bed. Your your roof is dripping yeah. onto your bed. Yeah. Again, because God is punishing you. Why are you so hostile? I'm, I'm not hostile. You, uh, why are you so I'm mad? not hostile. No, That's no, just how it, it. No, That's how it works. That's how it works. But why are you so furious with me? Have you ever met you? Why are you so furious with me? You're a terrible person. No, no, no. I'm the nice one. You're the sad one. That's sad is not the same thing as terrible. Like you're like like friendly and uh, well dressed and thoughtful and Hitlerish. By uh, <laughs> I have a Hitler quality. You have a small yeah, Hitler you know why? Because I like a Hugo Boss suit. You have Hitler's. Me a bad guy. You have Hitler's hairstyle if you brush it down. I, well, fuck. Who doesn't? <laughs> Who doesn't? The the mustache. Look, no one will ever do the mustache yeah, again. But you're bringing that hairstyle right back. Let me just tell you something. We are. Uh, we have so much on this podcast that we need to get to. Okay. We're gonna. Edit so a lot listen. Of for those of you who don't know who the orangutan hobo family, orange stealing family next door is. Uh, yeah. They're they're a family, uh, two adults and a young child of about two, about two and a half, under two and a half. They live next door to you live in next neighborhood door in Los and, Angeles. And they, they steal oranges from the neighbor's tree. From the neighbor's tree. Right. They, um, uh, but I like, mean, not, like, not, not just once or twice. Like no, it's a, every they night. Just, they just go over and they take their Every night oranges. they steal oranges. Yeah. For their morning oranges. Like that's how they do it. Well, we got to get oranges for the morning. And, uh, and they have. I've. He's driven down the street with his kid at the steering wheel, right. driving. Who is who is two, two, two plus, right? Yeah, two plus, right. And I, he's uh, the kid is often out at eleven o'clock at night without yep. a shirt on, screaming in the street. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and he also requested if he could. Take the motorcycle that's in our garage that okay, someone is, is a, storing there. This is a guy who walls. And people's possessions mean nothing. He, this is a guy who, like, if if if, if it's near him, it's he, his. It's his. Yeah, he's if like, no one is holding. He only like thinks possession means you're holding on to it. Yeah. So like, your car is not your car unless you're standing next to it holding it. Well, no, unless you're driving it. Unless you're driving it. Other than that, he can, say, can, can I have can that? Can I borrow that? Can, can I'm I gonna have go ahead that? and take that? I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go ahead it. and I'm gonna go ahead and shit in your toilet. What? Yeah, I'm gonna go. And then he's gonna act like this when you, when when you're when you're surprised at yeah. his behavior. He's gonna act like you're the asshole. Yeah, what, he's gonna be like, "What? I'm okay. taking a shit." So that's exactly what happened. So my wife comes home and our babysitter is is watching the kid and um and she's it she's in the in the kitchen talking to the babysitter about whatever you know. Did he eat? Did he fucking all that shit? And she hears a small faint car horn outside. Now, it's not a regular car horn. It's the sort of car horn that a small child's car makes. Because right. we, have, we a, bought Finn a little car that you put him in and you push him around in. Right. And he honks the horn. Right. To let that, you know that he's coming. Because also that he's, you know, get out of his fucking way and that kind of deal. Like, right. he's tired of your bullshit. Well, he's got he's got shit that he's up to. Yeah. Finn's got a... No, he's got a date with a... He's got to get to his new kitchen. Yeah. Uh, he's a date got a, with a... He's got a vacuum and you, a, He's, he's, got got a date? A, he's got a date with a crown and a vacuum. He's, as I recall, <laughs> as I recall, your son needs to slip on a crown, perhaps a cape. He and might put on a crown and a crepe once in a while on a pink vacuum. That's part of his fucking deal. His I had charm. He, he's gonna swing it back around, put on an argyle sweater. He's he not fucking. Afraid. Oh, I woke up today and he had an argyle sweater on. That's upsetting yeah. to everybody. Yeah, that's because he's my child. Oh, it's sickening. So she hears the horn in the driveway outside of our kitchen, uh, our neighbor's driveway. And she's like, well, that's weird. And she she looks at the nanny and she goes, 
did you take out the car? Is the car... And she goes and she looks and the car's gone and then she comes back and then he's like, no, no, I didn't, I, I put it there. I swear to God, I put it there. And they look out the window and now the hobo orangutan boy is sitting in the car under the orange tree. So my wife walks out there and uh, and she can't see dude because he's up in the tree, in the middle of the tree, hidden. And he goes, oh, oh yeah, sorry. Uh, I just, uh, he didn't even say sorry. He goes, oh yeah, he, he just, that's the only way I can get him to sit still. And she goes, what? And he goes, it's the only way I can get him to sit still when I'm up here. Stealing orange. He'll only, he'll only sit in, in your car. Like, hey, I'm stealing shit. <laughs> so the only way that I can get this to work out well is if I steal other shit. It's complicated. But the way I figured this out was, is when I'm alone stealing... I need to put my son in, in a stolen... Right. It happens to be yours. Here's the thing. I like to take my son a stealing. And when I go stealing, I feel he should be with me, not with my wife, uh, who's busy selling acai berry online. So so what I need to do is, if you don't mind, I'm going to go ahead and, and take something of yours to put him in. Right, a little minor theft auto. Right. You know, I, he's got to learn the ropes early. It's like, yeah. They're like fucking grifters. Look, they're like these I'm, crazy They're fucking grifters. grifters. But I love it, because what he's doing is like, look, I'm just trying to create fucking memories, bitch. <laughs> I want him right. to go, I remember when my dad would put me in a stolen in a stolen toy so he could take oranges so we could have them for breakfast. Family time. Yeah, you know why? Because bitch couldn't get himself a job. That's right. Right? Because he's shaky sometimes. Uh, yeah, he has seizures. Uh, so, he's, he, but he's, he, says it, he says to my wife, it's not like, there was no like, I'm sorry. There was no like, it was literally like, you walked into your house and your wife was like wearing one of your outfits and you're like what's what's the deal like it it was like this is ours it's everybody's right and it's like no it's our car and so my wife's like he goes i mean is there a problem and she goes well yeah a little bit cuz this is ours and you know we went to look for it. It's not there. We don't know you took it. I now also just like the image that you gave me of him doing all this in one of your wife's outfits. <laughs> like it would make it even better if he was like in like a like one of your wife's no, like I a know. like a sundress. I, like I, <laughs> what I what I wanted to slip. You can't. I wanted to slip on something more comfortable I so I could get into the tree. And it's a lot easier for me to do this in a sundress, bitch, than it is. What's wrong with you? Why are you guys not friendly to me? I really. I shouldn't have brought up clothes because your brain you're like in your brain right now you're running down the street with with just a bag full of clothes and your new outfit I love your, your brain runs off no but it, I should never mention clothes in a story because your brain goes oh clothes no, but, fashion. It, I, but I did like the idea like that that he's got to the point where he's in he's in your clothes while he's stealing yeah right so now hobo orangutan dad Hobarangatang? Hobarangatang? Hobatang? Hobatang? Now Hobatang dad is angry. And he, uh, and so he, in a huff and a puff, you know, pushes the car back down the driveway. And then my wife goes back inside the house and she's like, well, now this is awkward. You know, it's just weird. It really is. Uh, un unnecessarily awkward. Really weird, man. Uh, and, uh, and then, uh, <laughs> and then she's like, Sitting there talking to the nanny for a little while, and then she goes, I gotta go check and see if the car's back. So it's like 15 minutes later, and she goes out. She opens up the door, and the hobo orangutan kid is just sitting in the car on our doorstep in our like little building lobby area, right? And the dad's not there. 
and and she's like, hey, how how's it going? He's just like sitting there, honk, yeah, honk, you know, sad honk, <laughs> and then she looks around, and the dad is out on the sidewalk with his arms folded. He likes it. You know, it's, and he says, he says, you know, I didn't think it was a big deal. It's there. So he likes it. Right. It's, that's not, first of all, what kind of fucking parenting are, are you going to be doing for the rest of your life if it's there, he likes it, is how it works. Hey, like, fuck, that kid's going to be you, a Dave. fucking maniac. Listen to me. I am teaching this kid passive aggressivity. Do you understand <laughs> what I'm saying? Oh, my God. I'm teaching him how to be passive aggressive, which is what I'm going to do right now. Okay, go ahead. Take your car back. Take your car back. Take your car back. So now he's all mad. Hey, you, know what, you know what I'll do? I'll go put the oranges back in the tree. How about that? Uh, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What a fucking so, freak. So now it's all, it's going to be awkward. And I didn't see him after this. Because uh, it started raining as soon as you know this happened, so it's been raining for a few days. Right, and so he, hobos don't come. Hobos don't, don't go out in the rain. They I don't, don't think so. Rain. Although I did see a hobo today crossing the street holding up his pants. Yep. Um, so it's a really bad day to be holding up your pants when it's raining. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen now. Like now, now there's Anthony hobo orangutan family conflict. And three days before, he came up to me and he was like, "Hey, uh, what's up with the motorcycle?" And There's like, a motorcycle what? in the garage that your that your landlord right? It's your landlord's yeah. motorcycle. No, it's it's someone who used to live in the building's motorcycle. And I just said, yeah, go ahead. We don't use the garage. We go ahead and leave it. it there. Leave it there. But it's not. It doesn't belong to you. And, and he it definitely doesn't belong to him. And, and he, he asked it. my wife for it, and she said, no, it's not ours. And he came up to me. and He goes, what's the deal with the motorcycle? And I said, I said she doesn't want to give it away. And he was like, oh, really? What? That was never in question. Like that whole ah. fucking. It's no different than the fucking car. Well, Dave, he's just taking Dave. the car. He's taking motorcycles. Hey, Dave, what's up with your bedroom? You it's mine. Keeping, you gonna keep that? No, I'm sleeping I'm in there. You gonna keep that, man? I'm sleeping in there. You know what, dude? I'm gonna go ahead and. Mm. I'm gonna go ahead and put my pillow in there. If what? you don't mind, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, yeah, 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 no, yeah. no. My wife's already in there. I'm sorry. Could you not go in there? My wife's changing. No, it's mine. No, no, no. She's putting on your wife's clothes. How do you? So what? How does this resolve? Like what? What? I mean, well, now it's you gonna have be awkward. to have a conversation. It's gonna be. Now. Yeah, you gotta I have throw, to have a conversation. I think you gotta throw a fucking elbow. Well, yeah, but I gotta be like a fucking dad now to this this fucking. I mean, what is he? I don't understand who these people are. How old are they? They're like, um, I'd say they're like 32, 33. So in their early 30s. So they're like, they're like, they're adults. They should, they should, they're they're adults. human they're beings. Not, they're, they're, not like, they're not like young kids with. They're not like 18 year olds with. They're, they're, they're not even acting like 18 year olds. They're acting like rats in a cage. Ah, is this food yours? <laughs> like they're like. They're not. They're not. What are you getting for? What are you, within... getting for? you should get. What are you gonna get them for Christmas? What? I think you ought to. I think you ought to take four you or five oranges funny? and wrap them. What if I bought them an orange tree? Oh fuck! That and is... I said, plant this in your. And I said, asshole. Asshole. <laughs> Would that be an awkward? Uh, if I said no. asshole, plant this in your asshole. So clearly, soon and down the road, there will be hobo family, Anthony family conflict. This is like a Hatfield McCoy situation. That's. Kicking off, the shit's kicking off. Because my wife is like, "Don't, don't talk to him," because she knows that I'm, I'm very blunt in my assessment of what's happening. Your wife is not I a fan of conflict resolution. No, she's oddly not. enough for a therapist. Yeah, it's odd. No, she's very she, no, good. No, but she knows. Here's the thing that she's afraid of. She knows you're gonna bring it with some. You're gonna fucking lay it out there. Yeah, and 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 that's uncomfortable. Yes, yeah, it is uncomfortable you to to go out and say, hey, "Hey, dude, the thing that the car is ours, 
and we want it to remain that, and we don't want to walk out and have it gone, and we think it's been stolen. Uh, we don't know where you are if you're off stealing oranges. Here's so, what I'd say. I'd say, you know my shit? Stop touching it. And the next time I see you in the tree, I'm calling the fucking cops. Do you understand that? Let, yeah, let, but you can't let, do that because then you can't have some dude across the street. You can't have Shakes the Clown over there getting mad. Like, you don't want that much conflict up in oh, your I shit. Oh, I do. I do. Because I'll let me. I don't want. I don't want to be I'm going over. I'm going over, Dave. What? Yeah, I'm going to go over. You're going to you're gonna handle this? I'm going to fucking handle it. I have no problem laying down the law, but I'm not going to lay it down like, hey, because the orange tree is not my business. If he's going to steal oranges, that's not my business. Like, the neighbors can deal with that all they want. I'm surprised they haven't gotten weird about it. Dave, they are weird. They're not When kind. the neighbors see him fucking fly off in your getaway car, <laughs> and the two of them are hauling ass down the driveway in your son's toy car, man, you're fucking, you're the, you're, they don't know. They didn't get a good look at it. You're the fucking driver. You've become the driver in this heist. And shit's gonna go down, dude. Maybe it's gonna be fucking weird. It's gonna be a weird, now there's a weird, there's gonna be a weird vibe in the hood. And I gotta slap some orangutan. It's gonna be like every which way but loose. You know what I mean? A little orangutan back there behind the bar. Me and Clint Eastwood duking it out. I don't know what just happened there, but I get I it. went to a movie in which there's an orangutan and fist fighting. What the fuck? How could I you hate, not I, get that? I hate fucking monkey movies. Who? I hate them. Okay. It doesn't matter if you hate, hate them. No, I fucking hate them. Yeah, but who gives a Dustin shit if you hate them? In. It was just a fuck. I don't like it's it. It's not like dozen chicks in. It's Clint Eastwood <laughs> punching hate. people. Yeah, I hate that movie. With the that, monkey. That was, that was a fucking Clint Eastwood <laughs> moment. I don't want to fucking It was relive. just a goddamn. I don't like it when monkeys are in movies. I don't like monkeys. It, I fucking hate them. Who gives a shit? I don't it was like just monkeys. a fucking reference. You don't have to like the goddamn movie. <laughs> BG and the Bear was pretty good. You know Marin and Nerdist and Corolla and Sklarbro, Tompkins and Rogan and Hodgman and Pardo, but no one recalls the least popular podcast of all. Walking the Room, the podcast. Greg and Dave both host the show. And if you ever heard it, you would even say it blows. All of the other podcasts offer humor and escape. Walking the Room, the podcast. Deals with sadness, fear, and rape. Then one pointless Sunday eve, Dave was heard to say, Greg, I'll slit your belly wide, drop my pants and shit inside. Then Greg Greg told Dave to suck it, as their listeners hit delete. Walking the room, the podcast, will go down in obscurity. Merry Christmas, asshole. And fuck you, too. <laughs> You're listening to Walking the Room with Greg Barron and Dave Anthony. 
That was a, uh, a song, a take on that was, Rudolph, that was the Red Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Reindeer, written by Pat Oswalt. Rewritten by Pat Oswalt. Really? <laughs> just wonderful lyrics. Just very yeah. Christmassy. Yeah, in, in super sweet, man. Just nice. Uh, Patton wrote us two songs. We record. We, we decided to just sing the one because uh, the other one is the 12 Days of Christmas or Cuddle Mass, which yeah. we'll read for you at the end of the show mm-hmm. uh, today. Patton, thank you uh, for all of your uh, negativity and uh, hatred. Uh, hatred. It has... Uh, uh, it's been it's nice for us you know Patton will tweet about us and uh, mm-hmm. our listenership will go up for almost go, an hour and then, <laughs> and then it'll, it'll go back down go way down yeah, yeah. people Pe- will actually people, people who like yeah. Patton enjoy comedy yeah and then, and then they, they listen to this and they go fuck what, what's happening they want to know how ironic is he being right. like is Patton that Ironic? Yeah, they think they think that now he's being mean to and us. And he's just being genuine. He, uh, he doesn't know any better. He's just an angry little hobbit. Dave, it's been an amazing Christmas week for me in that some, uh, you know, Christmas is a time when we uh, when we return home to our loved ones and to our friends. And uh, uh, two of my friends, two guys that I, I knew. Uh, made it into the paper this week. Oh, that's guys, nice. Yeah, yeah, it's really neat. Big uh, uh, yeah. Uh, big ups to these guys. Yeah, uh, hey. Riker Shank is a guy that I went to grammar school with, uh, and I was sent this article from a friend. Suspect in shooting at Marin Judge's home arrested Friday <laughs> the day. Riker William Shank was booked into Marin County Jail on suspicion of firing at Commissioner Randolph Herbach's house last week when the judge and his wife were inside. Okay, so, wait. So, dude... It, like, clearly, is this judge, this is the judge that he's on trial? Shank was also booked in allegations of vehicle theft, hit and run, destroying and concealing evidence, vandalism, uh, and possession of marijuana. And or, by the way, or uh, partying. I got my first pot from this guy. <laughs> and, so uh, he's not, he has not slowed it down. He's like, you know what? Yeah. It's Christmas. <laughs> it's Christmas. I'm going to take it up a notch. I'm going to ramp it up a notch. But I love the idea of a dude who's mad at a judge. No. So he shoots at his he, house. He he's clearly he's clearly lost his mind. Uh, he wrote my family when he was put in jail a couple years ago. Seriously, saying to my dad because my dad was in the media, alert the media. There's a conspiracy in uh, the Marin County legal system. Like he's one of those. So he's dudes. De- he's deep in. It sounds like there's a little bit of meth. He going already on. called the paper before he was arrested and said, "I just want to go ahead and deny all these allegations." Before he was arrested, apparently there's a, an arrest warrant for me in a thing in a situation. Situation that's pending. He said in a thing, in a situation that's pending, and I'd like to tell you that I categorically deny all the allegations, and it's a government code violation. What? He goes, it's government code violation, 126,000 retaliation for a civil case that I have against the county of Marin. So he's lost his mind. So this is a guy. So the government go, is coming after him. Hardcore. Oh, that's how I'm reading this. So what he's doing is he's going to go ahead and shoot at a judge's house. His response is. I'm going to go ahead and Look, fire. Here, here's the deal. <laughs> if if the man is coming after me and, and and the government's getting just fucking coming down on my fucking head, then I'm going to shoot. I'm not going to shoot a person. I'm going to shoot at a building Listen that a person is in. I'm going to go ahead and shoot the building, right? Here's the thing. I'm going to scare the fuck out of that building. <laughs> in addition, listen to this, Dave. You're going to like this. In his telephone message, so he called... And left this message for the Independent Journal saying, I deny all the allegations. 
he went on, it was a long message clearly, so they couldn't get it all in here. But in addition uh, to this judge, uh, Mr. Hubach, Shank named, named a bunch of other people that he, he, he was angry with, and then also said uh, that his wife and other women had been raped by local police officers. <laughs> In retaliating against him for pursuing his case. Oh God! So, so he's he's hanging out with the Quades, dude. He's gone total. This is total Quaid. This is total, full, He's he's doing a full Quaid. Not, not not a not a Dennis Quaid, but a Randy Quaid and his wife who who are yeah. are under the impression that they're being stalked and murdered and that and that celebrities are being killed and yeah. they're after him. Right. So this guy's doing a full Quaid. He's not Shep's doing a half Quaid. Not a celebrity, but he was on the baseball team. <laughs> Was. He was he was a star on our on our was he? high school baseball team. Fuck yeah, he yeah. was a great athlete. He also well, I watched him watch in high school punch a guy in the head, and then that guy stepped backwards and his head split open, like he punched him. Does so he have hard, giant? Does he have giant rock hands? He has giant. <laughs> he does. He's kind of like the thing. Um, <laughs> He has giant rock hands. So that's Riker. So that's wait, wait, wait. But wait, you say Riker. This dude is going to prison, and his name is Shank. <laughs> Shank. I mean, no, it's it's a homecoming for him. He, oh, like this is lining up. everything has come together now. Now he's where he should be. Okay, dude's gonna rule the fucking yard. They're gonna think he. They're gonna make. They're gonna like cut. Here's what they're gonna do. They're gonna cut off his hand when he gets there. They're gonna file down his his uh, bone and his arm. So it's a shank. Yeah. They're going to turn him into a shank. He's going to turn step. shank into a shank. But yeah. shank is a guy who, seriously, he belongs in prison because that's the level that he lives at. And he will be, he'll run the prison. Like, he's he's a big, mean motherfucker. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, so he's not, he's going into prison and he's going to be like, I'm going to, this is where my business is going to happen. This, I'm gonna turn. I'm gonna turn myself loose. This is where I belong. He's gonna. What he's gonna do is dig a hole and get. In, he's gonna. He's gonna. Yeah. He's gonna dig in while he's there, and yeah. then he's gonna go after the government. Well, you know, it's weird because I'm the opposite. Like, if I went to prison, they'd just be like, "Hey, a new rape hole showed up." <laughs> like, that's what. They, that's what. Like, his name is Shank, and yeah, I may yeah. as well just turn yeah. my turn my last name into rape hole because I would yeah, just no, be. I'd be fucked and then used as a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, so that's so that's a kid from my youth. So a kid I grew up with. Now Good, I, like I grew it. up uh, as you did in Marin County, California, which is a very white suburb. Uh, and uh, I grew up in a, the I, richest I, county in California, maybe the country. I think. So I went away to college. I went to the University of Oregon, and uh, because I like pot. And Fuck I yeah, bro. Oregon. And when I got there, my, when, my, when my dad was a kid, uh, when my, my dad was in college, he joined. Hold he, on, man! Is it four twenty? Oh, dude. <laughs> That was me trying to imitate a bonk. So, so when I so when I went to college, I was a business major. I was what? playing rugby, and I was I wasn't like a young Republican, but I you know oh, I'd God. grown up I'd grown up in a conservative manner, and yeah. and and so I had. Well, this is those, all Dick's fault. Dick, what were you doing? Uh, so, uh, so I went and. I mean, I just, you know, I just, I, I just lived the life that I lived, and then I went to college, and clearly I was going to turn into somebody else. Uh, but m- me and my two best friends all joined a fraternity, because that's what people did. And First of all, none of this, you, you were clearly a different person, because none of this is you. No, I know. At all. But I, I was like, well, it seemed like, you know, like, that's what people did. Like, there, were, there was a big fraternity system there. It was a Pac-10 school. Yeah. People seemed to do that. It was fun. There were guys in the dorms. But I, I was like... I didn't. I didn't. It never really. It never really it fit, never felt right? Right. Yeah. Because when I went to college, I was a fruit bat. What? Did, I don't know what that means. I was a little, literally a fruit bat, and then I turned into a small person. <laughs> Out of your fucking mind. So, I. 
<laughs> so I uh, I joined this fraternity called uh, Pi Cap Alpha, and I didn't like it from the minute we were there. And from the minute we were there, me and my friend Eric and Greg, they were trying to kick us out. Like, they fucking didn't like us. Were you guys called the Caps? We were uh, uh, Pikes. Oh, you're the Pikes. We were called Pikes. So the president of our fraternity was this guy, a guy who became the president at one point. His name was Darren Berg. And he was he's every reason you would hate. He was just this unctuous... Was he like straight out of uh, uh, Animal House, uh, which they filmed at your campus? Which they filmed on our campus, yes. And that's why I joined. That's also why I joined. I thought I was joining. <laughs> I really did want to join Animal House. Yeah. Like, I really, like, you know, I'm 18 years old. I'm like, I want to fucking join Animal House. But you joined Niedermeyer. But I joined the Niedermeyer House. Yeah. So there was a guy there, this motherfucker named Darren Berg, and he was the president, and he fucking hated me. He hated Berg. Goodfield and I. He tried to get us kicked out. My buddy Goodfield and I tried really? to get us kicked out of the house. And I was like, you're a phony motherfucker, and I hate yeah. you. Plus, you're also dealing with some severe homosexual panic. There's a lot of that. So... I get this. What? What is? I get how this, does homosexual panic uh, play out in a fraternity? When somebody makes those eyes at you, where they look like they want to fuck you, but they're also being mean to you at the same time. <laughs> you know that thing where are they, you like, talking about what's happening? Make, what happens like, in this closet every week? Super eye contact. <laughs> where it's like, you and Eric have to get out of this house. <laughs> There are rules, mister. I feel like I was just ripped. You know, you guys are gross. And, of course, Derek, Eric and I brought mushrooms and cocaine into the house. And we were just You were like, the good we were the, fraternity members. Eric fucking what the fuck did he the want? dead Kennedys all the time. What, did he, want, what did he want there to be happening? And what are, you, what are you supposed to be doing? Can I just say what was said to Eric and I a lot? Yeah. I'm trying to study! <laughs> <laughs> Dave and I, see, Eric and I, and a lot of people didn't get I never oh, got that. I never no, got I that. Never, I never got that. In any I was, living situation... When I lived yeah. off, when I finally moved out, grew my hair long, pierced my ears, joined a band, and lived in a house with a bunch of rats, yeah. even those guys were like, dude, I'm trying to stop you. What the fuck? Right? Dude, I'm done for this. I, I understand that because I always had that happening. I always had the neighbors coming over and yelling at me when I was in college. And one time, my, my two clean... Uh, sort of outstanding students uh, left for the weekend and me and my roommate were there. They left for like four days and when they came back we had completely destroyed the house by having a kegger. There were dishes piled all over the sink. We had played lemon ball which means we had we, had, we had climbed up on the on the fence in the backyard, picked lemons off and then pitched them at each other and then we would hit them with a bat and they would explode. They would just turn into fragments. Right. So we played that in the living room so there was just lemons stuck all over the wall smelled fucking awesome. Smelled awesome. I mean, and so they came home and they literally just you, looked at us and went, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" And yeah, then, yeah. No, there's a place where you go to be a fucking animal. It's called college. Yes, you go there and you do the kind of shit that you cannot believe. For as neat and as tidy as I am now, like the fact that like orange ball, absolutely. I, I yeah. fucking threw a sandwich and it say and it's fucking. You know, I threw it at the kitchen wall and it stayed there for the whole semester. Dude, I did that with. The, I I was walking down the hallway and I just made some uh, toast and it was a little bit burnt. So I took it and I slapped it on the wall and it stayed there and people would come over and go, what the fuck is that? And, and there was a little bite out of it and I would say, that's the Eric Clapton Memorial Wall. And they go, what are you talking about? I go, he took a bite of that. Dude. He was here and he took a bite of that. I would get girl, I would get drunk and bring girls back to a place where they'd go, there's a shit on the floor. And I'd go, yeah, that's Larry's. Do you want to fuck? <laughs> like, it was just gross, right? But anyway, so we were in this fraternity, and we didn't belong there, and we were probably dicks, but we were out-of-state tuition guys who had money, so they didn't, they couldn't kind of kick us out. But then this guy, Darren, was like, we got to get rid of them. They're ruining the quality of this house. And so he led Ooh. this sort of, like, I don't know, you know, like a coup, and Eric and I were kicked out of the house. So Darren was wow. kind of a prick, and it was actually, I, I'm, I'm grateful, because it was the best thing ever was, happened was there Was me. there, like, a meeting where they talked about... Yeah, there was a secret about, meeting. But you weren't involved? No. So they talked about whether to throw you out? Yeah. 
And, and were all the other brothers there except you? Yeah. And Eric, and they had, a, they had a they had a vote, and they were like, and then the guys who liked us were like, we try we lost the vote, you know. There was just a it was the you know it wasn't wow. a uni- it wasn't unanimous. Yeah, but you got the boot. but more. But Darren had more of the uh, you know he'd got enough people. Yeah, it was more Niedermeyer's. So I get this. Seattle's mini Madoff, Darren Berg, charged in three hundred and fifty million dollar Ponzi scheme. <laughs> Hey, buddy, you see? you're getting kicked out of freedom. You motherfucker, you dumb son of a bitch. You unctuous. Look at that motherfucker. Look at his fucking face. Oh, my face. God. This what a fucking motherfucker. chump. Oh, chump. Here's the thing. Oh. If you'd have fucking just thrown a sandwich against the wall, maybe this wouldn't have happened. Yeah. If you'd have let your freak flag fly instead of being some controlling yeah. motherfucker. And I guarantee you, look, this guy was taking money from these. He was he's, a, he's a mini Mad- Madoff. Right? He literally was like, it says here he was, he defrauded people nearly 100 million over the past 10 years um, and living a luxurious lifestyle that included yachts and private jets and 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 you know he was hiring gigolos and getting fucked in the I mean he just he was take, you're saying he was taking in the bottom but I'm saying is yeah, but he was in honor he wasn't making love to other men he was just fucking the disgusting <laughs> Uh, wait anyway. So, so your your uh, your thing, your wrap up on Berg is that he wasn't making love to other. <laughs> it's that he was. No, what I'm saying. No, but he's he was a good guy. He wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't holding a dude. I don't want to use gay. Wise. No, what I'm saying is I don't want to use. I don't want to use gay sex as a punchline to make him a bad person. I do. I know you do. You're a bad. <laughs> but you have a lot of fear. I'm saying I don't want to use it as a punchline to make him a bad person. He was a bad person, uh, just in general. He sounds uptight. Well, well, I love a guy who kicked you out of the house for not following the rules. Yeah, is now clearly going to go to fucking prison for defrauding millions. Now he's really in a fraternity. Yeah, he really is. You know what he's going to be around with? A lot of fraternal brothers. I hope he gets. He's going to get a lot of. No, he's fucking. He's an asshole, and he's going. He's going away forever. Him and Shank. Fuck him. Shank's going to find him and fuck. Him and make yeah. him a pillow. Well, we should. We should. I wish they could get. Well, I wish they could put them both in the same. Here's what we do. Here's put what we them do. in the same right? We call it. We call up Shank and we go, "Look, man, we we hear what you're going through. <laughs> we hear the government is is uh, conspiring to take you down take because you, down. you know the truth. Yep. They're raping and fuck they're, those cops. <laughs> they're raping your wives. The, the, the cop your ladies. Well, the cop rape parties are pretty common <laughs> in Marin. In Marin, all that's places. how cops do. Look, it's the richest. It's the richest county in the country, so clearly there's going to be cop rape parties. Dude, he saw Training Day, so he knows how it works. He does know how it works. So clearly the cops are coming for Shank, and they're coming hard, and the government, everyone's fucking wrapped up in it. But you and I. We know the media. We're close to the media. We understand this. So we'll go to Shank and we'll go, look. Look, dude, I was on Oprah, so I'm going to tell you some shit. We're going to lay some shit down for you. We're going to get your story out there. Yeah. We know know Oprah. We, uh... We're pretty close to Ellen. We're, 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 I wouldn't say we're close, but Dave and I will dance for forty-five minutes, and then uh, and then talk about someone else's blood on our pussy. Shank, come here, let me ask you something. Yeah, your blood on your pussy, dude. What? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got a secret. Huh? Is there blood on your pussy? What? Listen to me. There's a guy you need to look for. Can I give you a name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Darren Berg. All right, here's the deal. What's the Berg? Deal? Darren Berg. Yeah. Something bad's got to happen to him. Okay, something is. bad. We want something unfortunate to. Besides just going to prison, when he's in the yard, so Ber, Berg is uh, Berg's not gonna be lifting, right? Berg's a jogger. Berg's a guy Berg's who lightly jog. jogs yeah. around the yard. Yeah, those guys should all be shanked. If you're not lifting, you should be getting shanked or hit over the head yeah. with a free weight. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Berg, Berg needs to go down. So we just tell Shank 
that we know the media and we'll get we'll get the truth out. We're gonna get once he out. takes down Berg. Yeah. How once about he that? takes down Berg. How about we'll that? The and then out. and then I want to see it Here's on lockup. Here's what you do. Hey, Riker. I want to see it on lockup. Scratch my back. I scratch yours. That's how we do it. That's how yeah. we did it on Ellen. Yeah. It's how we it did is, on Ellen. It is how we did it on Ellen. Well, on Ellen, before the... I scratched her back, mm. she scratched mine. Yeah. But then she, you know what she did? Because she'd tell a secret, right? Well, what would she's, she do at she's the end of her show? My, she's what did she do at the end of her show? Don't you snitch. Don't snitch. Yeah. Ellen. Don't snitch. Ellen. <laughs> Ellen's who you want. Uh-huh. Ellen's who you want in prison. Yeah, Ellen's With got you. your back she's in got prison. got your back in prison. Just on, yeah. She won't let you turn into a pillow. Fuck no. She'll fucking, oh, Ellen in prison is fucking crazy. Just full body tats. No teeth in the front. Oh, she man. knocks out her own teeth. I love and it. And then she looks at dudes and she says, Hey, motherfucker, you want to try to fuck this mouth? You fucking try it. I will fucking Vince Lombardi you. Do you know what that yeah, means? No. I don't either, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> of fruit stripe, ten man boobs flapping, nine girly sweaters, eight prison shankings, seven Costco pies, six clown suits, P90X, four death threats, three Tim Tams, two pussy crickets, and a hobo in an orange tree. tree. everyone. That was also a song written by uh, young Patton Oswalt. The late Patton Oswalt. The late Patton Oswalt. Uh, who who no, I'm not sure people... passed away today. Uh, he died from opening his heart to us and allowing the poison in. And yep. uh, after a... so many listens, uh, he did as many of our listeners do, uh, perished. He Then thank God. Um, we have, Greg, I would like to announce uh, the winners of our Hanger closet, fuck, signed closet wooden hanger contest? The signed wooden hanger closet contest winners uh, who will not receive $10,000 in party cash. No, God, no. Basically, what we did was we had you guys write promos for the show or retweet with uh, your best insults, and we had, honestly, close to 100. Very funny, uh, too. Really funny hard stuff. Hard to choose, guys. It was difficult. Uh, we'll have other opportunities for you guys to win more hangers, so if you didn't get picked, uh, that doesn't mean we didn't laugh at uh, or cry. Uh, and to the dude who emailed and said, uh, hey, man, I really want to get one of those hangers. That's not how you do the contest. <laughs> fucking, Trust no. me, I get it. That's usually how I roll. I fucking get it. I've, hey, man, no. can I just have that? that be, <laughs> hey, that feels like your neighbor, the hobo. <laughs> I kind of feel like he should get one only for his fucking, like, I don't want to participate in your game, asshole. Just get me one of them hangers. Yeah. Look, when you have a signed hanger by Dave and I, you've got more nothing than you had before. Oh, yeah, you've got, like, uh, now you have a space to put nothing on. On in your closet. I love like later on uh, in your life when you pick the hanger up off the floor and go, "Why the fuck do I have what this?" The fuck is this? And then throw it in the in the garbage. Uh, so again, so many good 
so many good uh, uh, tweets. Um, uh, I, I, we will have more contests. We will give away more prizes. But let's read the five that we liked uh, the most this holiday season. Okay, first of all, uh, congratulations to David Litsky. Litsky. And by the way, uh, once uh, you know you've won, send me your address uh, via uh, DM on Twitter. And uh, if I haven't added you, I will. So that uh, I, I think I follow you. If you wrote something about us, I generally follow you. Only Tim Tams can kill the bitter taste of middle-aged regret. Feel the sadness. Or feed the sadness. Feed it. Feed the sadness. Like you, the way you would feed a small baby. Okay. David Litsky. This is King Lawman. Two overweight teenage girls discuss why the popular kids don't like them, contemplate suicide, and make you hate Christmas. Way too appropriate of a It's just fucking like, it's like he's here. It's yeah, like he's it's living really, in one of my shirt pockets. It's really upsetting. Uh, Stu Glickson. Listen to the new Walking the Room podcast. It is like being raped with a stocking full of coal and sadness. <laughs> Again, uh, rape was a common theme. Uh, sadness. Uh, this is Mike the Divine. Do you suffer from abundant joy disorder? Might I prescribe to you EP29 of the Walking Room, the Room podcast? Uh, I just yeah. liked abundant joy disorder. Every yeah, once sure. in a while, somebody can insult us without using the words rape or fucked in the ear hole, well, uh, which I like. Uh, and so uh, to Mike the Divine, a hanger. And then this is my personal favorite uh, because of its simplicity and uh, and what it implies. Walking the Room, the Turkish prison of podcasts. There's a lot. There's a lot that's being implied there. There's murder. There's rape. There's deplorable conditions. Those are our five. That was from Christopher Silly. Was that five or was that four? That's five. I did three, you did two. I, All read, right. I read three, you read two. All right, that's We're five. We're fucking done, bitch. We're done, bitch. So those are, those are the winners. Congratulations. Uh, Greg will send you a hanger, and I'm going to shit in a box. But not... I'm not going to send it to anybody. I'm just going to shit in a box. Because <laughs> you do that after the show, or are you going to do it now? I'm probably going to do it after. Although... Uh, it was really great to see you in your briefs today. I fucking spilled something on my pants. I had to change. You happen to be in my fucking closet. That's how it goes. And yeah, it was good to see me in your briefs. Look at my fucking thighs. I'm like a cyclist. Do they have fucking shape. Did you, you notice just that? Said they curve from the top so, to the bottom. You're so... I'm like a cyclist. No, what you are is like a, Here's a, the thing. a giant you got, fat guy you running down a mountain and you can't stop because you, got you something, just said something that You got make something sense. that fucking people want. You got a little fucking free show. I don't, that, not a lot of people get that, but a lot of people want that. A lot of people want to see me in my underpants, Dave. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm the sexy one. I'm not going to lie to you. People want to see you in their underpants the same way no. they, they want to see Nil. No, they don't want to see me in their underpants, Dave. They want to see me oh, in my right, underpants. Oh, that's right, because that's what you just said they a minute ago. I made the same underpants. mistake you did, jackass. People no, want to no, no, see no. you. I want to look. People, you said the same thing. You said my underpants to me. You said your underpants to me. Do you think Fuck you can off. shove an I iPhone hate into you. an eyeball? Because I wonder see... if I could stick my entire iPhone in mm -hmm. your eye socket. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. People want to see you in your underwear the same way they want to see Get it Mel out. Carter. Get it out. Bend over <laughs> and spread her ass cheeks and show her asshole off. Same way. It's the exact same feeling emotionally. Nell Carter's asshole is no different than seeing you in your briefs. <laughs> Greg is Greg is going into his quiet sadness shell. I'm a sad boy. Whatever, I won. Victory. Um, last night I watched a really good movie, A Prophet. You can catch it on Netflix streaming. I really enjoyed it. Uh, it was a French prison movie. <laughs> 
<laughs> yep, the? yep. I don't know. Fucking prison, man. Prison is good. Prison is, is life-affirming. It's awesome. More prison flicks. Every movie should be set in a prison. Romantic comedies. Car chases. The turn... The tur- the, what are the big fucking robot movies? Terminator movies. No, no, not Terminator. The giant ones with uh, oh, Transformer. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, those should be set in prisons. They should all be set in prisons. Why? Because prisons make movies better. <laughs> it, do, do they really? Yes, think about it. I'm going to fucking put you, you in a You can't prison. get outside. I'm in a prison right now. I'm going to fucking hate prison and I want out. I'm in the closet. It's in your house. fucking hate prison. Dipshit. It's no, but your you're, while you're house. in it, I'm in a prison. Do you see what I'm saying? This friendship is a fucking prison. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I tried to buy my way out with a Christmas gift and I couldn't get out of it. <clears throat> yeah, but what you did was give me the Christmas gift when you weren't recording. So now nobody knows what it is. Oh, they fucking missed it. They missed your misty eyes and the teariness when you opened up your fucking... What did I give you? My Christmas gift... I gave you... Is going to be me kicking you right <laughs> in your fucking nose oh God, with the heel dude. of my shoe. I'm going to fucking... And sending your stupid little nose into your brain. Little nose. <laughs> I'm going to fucking run a box cover, cutter over your taint, dude. I'm going to open you up oh and let you God. spill out from underneath. That's really... You're going to spill out like this. Like that slice the, and then it all comes the, out the bottom. The... You spill out. Like a fucking bottle of wine. I think, I think you've actually finally come up with an image that upsets me. <laughs> box cutter on your taint? Of, well, yeah. just the idea of anybody coming near my taint, but let alone a box, a box cutter. cutter. Slice. I would like to. I would like to tie you down and and use a high, a low grade sandpaper and just slowly rub your taint. Here's off. the thing. Take your dude. taint off so you can't be identified. What about the bro code? What's the bro code? I don't fucking know. Let me tell you something. I was doing some random. I was looking to see if there was anything written about the band, the punk band that I was in in San Francisco, punk pop band called Pimp Slap. And for some reason, in doing that, I came upon, I just said Greg Barrett, and then it said Uncle Dude. And I was like, I don't know what that means. And so I clicked it, and it's from an urban dictionary, and it describes, it's a a thing Adam Carolla made up. And it's when you're an Uncle Tom to men. You're you're the Uncle Tom of men, and that because I I wrote that book a couple years ago, uh, he feels that I've sold men out uh, as a whole. And I guess it's that I, it's I guess a, that a, Uncle Dude is defined as a guy who breaks the guy code. The guy code. The guy code, which I think is the is a bunch of horseshit. If you're a dude and you subscribe to a code that is only for men, fucking stop. A man defines himself by his own code, not some code where it's like, dude, bros before hoes. Like I don't even know what that fucking means. Yeah, but that's that's not even it. Like his his idea of. I know, look, I don't have a problem with Adam Carolla, by the way. I actually I, I actually listen to his podcast I, I, and I, I actually I enjoy it. I, I actually uh, I think Adam Carolla is a great radio guy. I, his fucking stories and shit that he tells, the way he goes off, and right. and his analogies are, are awesome. But when it comes to men and how men should be, I think he's a fucking retard. I think he's a fucking retard. It's I a fucking, a, but I think it's a game. Like it's a thing that he does. Like it's it's his thing. But, so but, fucking but, stupid. It is, dude. It's fucking. And but it's and then it's the dudes that like that. Like, well, uh, because they're awesome. afraid. Like, it's you're afraid to be your fucking self. Like, right. just be the guy that you are. No, they might be. They might be. No, I, that's bullshit. That might be who they are. They might be yeah, maybe. fucking dudes who just think you should put uh, up uh, centerfolds all over your. Which he has apparently in his. He has a man cave in his house. Right. And uh, and he has uh, bar seats and. Uh, 
playing cards depicting naked women taped to the ceiling. Like, you're a fucking adult dude. You're if you think that if if I'm if I'm his age and I and I can have any room I want made up any way I want, you know, designed any way I want. If I'm putting if I'm putting cards of naked women on the ceiling, I'm slightly retarded. Well, the thing is, if you don't remember what it looks like, like if you have to put a fucking picture of it up, how much do you like it? Like I can see it on recall. I want yeah. like I don't need a picture pussy to know that I enjoy it. I don't. Pu- I love chocolate. You and I talked about it. I like cakes. I have no pictures of cake. You've been in my house. No, you don't I have, have no cake pictures, pictures of cake. No. I have uh, uh, a room. I don't call it a man cave. Uh, sometimes it's referred to as the rock room because well, a man it's cave not. is where I'm from. A man cave. Is an asshole. <laughs> it's a soft anus. Again, back to prison. But <laughs> the point being that, like, I just think that that, uh, uh, and I don't, look, I, I could give a shit about any of that because it's not a world that I live in, and it doesn't matter to me. And 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 my feeling is, if you have information for other human beings and it's decent information, you you have a responsibility to give it to them. Yeah, but it's if so you're fucking say retarded to, somebody, to say that. Uh, but if you, you break it broke down, a man code, but it isn't even a fucking man you, code. Look, look it, most of it is is contemporary. Prior to investigation, I guarantee you no one's read the book. And the whole well, it's, it's, he's like it's like he he's like the rules for men. He's like a he's like he's like the rules for women was a fucking stupid bullshit thing. It, it simplistic, basic, and dumb. And he's just the male version of. But that. don't you think like when you think about like a code? Like here's the thing. Let's just let's make a fake scenario. So Heather cheats on you, right? Now. It's not a bro code thing, but she's persona non grata to me then. Right. She is in my USA wrong or right, where I fucking decide, regardless of what the circumstances are, you're my good friend. I've known you for a long time. You're my buddy. You got you were wronged. Yeah. And now she's going to have to fucking, we, we attack as a pack. We have to set her on fire. Clown from the down. We set her on fire. That's how, we, that's how a cuddler yeah. does it. Cuddler for life, bro. <laughs> we burn her. We cuddle for life, right? Yeah. We just, so yeah. that to me, that's just called loyalty. That's called being a friend. It has nothing to do with, you know, if, if uh, uh, a girl that I work with at work, if the guy that she's seeing is shitty to her, I don't fucking like him because she's right. my friend. That's how that fucking works, yeah. right? If I know that a girl is treated is being treated shitty by a guy and she's my friend, I'm going to say, look, that guy's fucking dogging you. Sorry. Yeah. I would say it to my daughters. I'd say it to my friends. That's just the way it is. It's not a guy code. It's just being a fucking decent person and saying, hey, you're about to walk well, into traffic. Uh, it's not let's, not. let's not pretend like the fucking, the way dudes operate is some carefully held fucking secret. Like, you didn't <laughs> No, right? You didn't like you didn't like dig down twenty feet into the earth and bring up the the secret box and open it up and here's this the man scrolls like everyone what the what the what is Adam Crow talking about right the, the fact that there was some sort of man no you're a fucking moron if you think that's a code that people don't get no and the other thing is, like, I the, I think what I was trying to say is that, that you are making us more complicated you're making the situation more complicated than it needs to be are human beings complicated no are they complex yes. Human beings are complex, but behavior is not complicated. You either do something nice or you do something shitty, and it means exactly what it means. Yeah. Are there reasons for it? Perhaps. Are they your responsibility? They're not. That's all we were trying to say. It, it's the same thing as <clears throat> I, I'm not. A, I don't like strip clubs. Do you? I don't either. You, we're two guys who didn't like strip clubs. Now here's the but, deal. But, but when, but, when but, you but, say but I that, I like naked women. Yes, I like. Well, here's the deal. When you when you say you don't like strip clubs, there are dudes who look at you like you just said, I, I just love p- p- 
t- taking a, a pair of balls in my hand and putting a cock in my mouth. Like they can't right, they comprehend think that you wouldn't want to go somewhere and watch women whose uncles have fingered them for, uh, <laughs> for twelve straight years. Yeah, and then they got and then they started fucking their brother, and now they're on stage uh, dancing and they're drug addicts. Uh, you how you don't want to say that. Also, I'm not into uh, looking at fucking women that are. Supposed to be uh, quote unquote hot that all look like they're uh, at a penthouse or something. They have that same fucking look uh, and that and that blank sad look in their eyes, dancing naked on stage, and then get a fucking heart on or something, and then go home uh, to my wife and bang her. When I can just see her naked and get a heart on and have sex with her, like the idea that that that's the way all men should be and. And as far as I'm concerned, with all the dudes that I've met in my life, about 50% of dudes like strip clubs. The other half don't. We no. think they're fucking creepy and, and I think And I think of that 50%, a lot of guys feel like they need... Look, look. I understand why it exists, and I get it. And I remember having a fight with a buddy one time where he's like, Dude, my thing was this. When I was single, let's get r- real girls to fucking take their clothes off for us. Yes! Can can I? Now, I can't make that happen. I'll always. Yeah. But I'm going to fucking try. That's what I want to do tonight. I don't want to go somewhere where I know for a fact that girl doesn't like me. What she's doing has nothing to do <laughs> with me. And I can me. pay her. And I've got a boner next to a friend. <laughs> I you don't want to awesome? have my boner standing next to five you know of my what, buddies. No, you know what's great? I want you my boner great? at the bar with the girl that no, I just no, met. No, dude, you're not getting it. You know what's awesome is to go to a place, pay some ladies about $200 to writhe around on you half naked while they go, no hands, no hands. And then, <laughs> and then you and your buddy get uh, boners, and then you get in a car and you cruise home together. Now, that's not gay at all. That's not the gayest fucking thing in the world. See, I agree with you. I don't. I understand why strip clubs exist, and I'm okay with like. I don't mind if yeah, somebody likes them. Dude, I don't give a shit if dudes like strip clubs. That's great. But I have to say it. to you, if but you like a strip up. club, you also fucking like glitter. Think about that for a minute. <laughs> with a girl's and my only strip club experiences, and of course, I you know in a lifetime I ended up going a few times. Uh, one time, a girl I was in one in Texas, and a girl was so fucking coked out, and she was. This is way before I even, way before I had a career of any kind. I was like doing stand up. I was opening for someone there, and in in, in uh, uh, I think we were in Houston, and this girl's rubbing her ass on me, and she's but she's like going so. I just I remember kind of coming to and hearing her because I was really fucked up and she's going so I say okay if you're not going to fucking call me and you're not going to fucking send the money then I guess I'm just going to take our baby somewhere else <laughs> so right well that's my that's also my other weird experience with strip clubs is they they start writhing on you and doing their shit and then they start talking about stuff that you don't they think they 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 start getting like personal and talking about well, and stuff. They're also and trying to get you to fucking give them some money or feel bad, like they're yeah. trying to couple a couple other angles. And look, the other thing that's weird about that is, so you're not actually going to where girls are. When you go to strip club, you're going to where they aren't. They are yeah. not there for you. No, no, you're, you're going, going to a place to are, not get laid. Right. So the other thing is, and get a and get a hard on with a bunch of other dudes. I lived with women when I moved down here. I was always around girls. When I was a kid, my dad was like, "You need to be like, have friends." But be where the girls are. Yeah. So to me, that was always the thing. Like, it's like, do you want to watch Star Wars in my basement? I don't. I saw it. I'm not against Star Wars. Yeah. I want to go to where girls will be, and they won't be in your basement watching Star Wars. I just and I, I, I got I, I, I met up with a lot of no in my life. Of course. But I fucking tried. So to me, there's something a little bit more manly about going. I'm gonna go to where girls are. I'm gonna fucking take my shot, and I'm gonna get shot down. But I'm gonna try that as opposed to let's go. 
in a car fucked up to a place where sad women are spinning around a pole. Yeah. You know? It's it's and but the but the funny thing to me about it is is that there's just a collection of adachrome like dudes who who think that there's one way for men to be and they're just it's just retarded. Well, it's, it's and, also they, limited. They, it's a the, crab pot. It's, not even, it's not even that. It's that they look at you and go, "Well, you're a fucking pussy," because they can't comprehend that you can't that you're not into that. Like it's like saying, "Hey, uh, who's your favorite porn star?" I don't have one. No, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> It's the same deal. Yeah. No, here's the thing. I don't have a favorite porn Here's star. my favorite one. The one I'm watching if I'm watching one. Like, that's fine. Like, if, I'm, if I've stopped, if I've stopped and I'm watching, that's my favorite now. If I've gotten to a, a point where I have a favorite porn star, I, I've, I've, I've lost the understanding of what porn is for. Porn is to get me quickly to a moment where stuff is coming out of me. That's all it's for. Porn is not for the names. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not looking at the credits. Not in a fan club. Um, I, there's, if there's a vagina... Shirt. And a cock going into it fast. Hey, I'm, that's not going to take me very long. I'm not going to be watching this thing. There's, I'm not going to be watching the plot. I, yeah. I, the time. <laughs> the Plus, the I times like I've a, seen I like a pile of women. Usually, the time, so how many times have you have you have been in a, a situation where uh, dudes are like, "Hey, let's watch a porno," and you're like, "It's all dudes." It's all dudes. Why would I want to watch a porno with dudes? No, I'm I leaving, you no. fucking weirdos. That's so fucking... Do you remember the... Uh, That's the gayest thing you can do, is sit there and get hard with other dudes. Why are you doing that? Why do you think that's less gay than me trying to sit there and get laid with one woman? That's what, what is I'm the saying. fucking deal? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I don't... I, so, if you have naked women on your ceiling or wherever you have them, or you have porn playing, like I assume happens in Adam Carolla's man cave, right? then... Uh, then he's with other dudes and he's getting hard with other dudes and he's way more gay than I would ever be. <laughs> he's on a level of gay I can't even I, comprehend. I, I just also like the idea of like like the picture. Like you, the, you're also saying to people, "This is what I like. This is what I like. <laughs> Look what I like." Hey, hey, I above you, I like pussy. I like pussy. I like pussy. I got pictures of it. That woman has a snake. I, I picture the pussy on my on my on my ceiling. This is her dream. It's always above my head. Oh my god! And so and again, like I said, and if you listen to Adam's podcast, and I'm, I would imagine uh, that that some of our listeners do, and it's. Look, he's a fucking. I'm just disagreeing with on this one issue. I think he's very. I think he's a good podcaster. And I also funny. think it's all done in sport. Like I'm not saying the guy likes me. I don't expect that he does. But I'm saying, you know, it's because it, I did. The weird thing is, I did um, uh, love lines with him a couple times, and he was fucking super nice to me. Yeah. And so wh- whatever. But, um, but that idea that there is a code by which, like, I just don't think you have to fucking uh, just stick with your gender. No, like, I think retarded. that's a dangerous place to. It's like crabs in a crab pot because they don't want you to, they don't like that. Like, it's like, dude, I've, I've literally had dudes go, You fucking wearing a cardigan? <laughs> well, that's me. And I'm like, Are you in a panic right now? Yeah. Like, that. there are certain things that set some men off because the idea that you would step out of whatever their parameters yeah. for straight are. Yeah. But then you're like, I don't, dude. If this is turning you on, you need some fucking help. It's a little bit ladyish, and I kind of want to touch your tits. I get it. But I don't want you to. No, but it's gonna happen. Yeah, but see, I like fucking. We're my wife. in a prison cell, and you're my wife. I don't love that yes. story at all. You guys have been writing a bunch of great shit on the wall of walking the room. Uh, Facebook, uh, Facebook. Please and don't have your. If you did not win, uh, we loved every submission, uh, and uh, and we'll give you more opportunities to win stupid hangers that we'll send to you. Uh, and they're stupid only because they're signed by us. If we could yeah. get like. Uh, Somebody fancy to sign one. Maybe we'll get one. We'll get a patent one at yeah. some point. A patent. And Brian Posehn, I think, would be a good one. Yeah. Because uh, we know them. 
write us. Continue to write us. Put uh, comments up on the Lipson page. Uh, tell your friends. Listen to the Super Ego. Anything else? Walk in the room at Gmail. And, oh, here's what I want to say. So last week, this is just something you need to know about this show. We don't really plan anything, and we just go by what the fuck is going on in our lives. And so last week, I guess we sounded down, and we got a lot of we got a lot of guys going take off your fucking skirts and get it together. But we had a lot of people saying, "Are you you know, hey, I love you. We think you guys are great. Whatever." Like we got there was a lot of people that wrote in concerned. We just live in it moment to moment. Thank you so much for that. But we're yeah. Sometimes we're gonna be bummed out. Sometimes, sometimes we're gonna, especially we, in show business, it's just how it fucking works. Yeah, because you're, here's what it is. It's like a fucking Tarzan going from vine to vine. And when you reach out there and that motherfucking vine is not there, which it is not for me and mm-hmm. it's not for you right now, you're in a fucking free fall. But you know what? We're still doing this. We don't give a shit. If we if we weren't telling you the truth, we'd just be fucking another boring podcast of two guys that think that everything's okay. What's good about us is that we are just one second away from killing ourselves. (laughs) Glitter done, people.